the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Hey, everybody. It is the Mess It Up Podcast. It is 2024. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, indeed. That is really a fun thing uh, because... um, I love even numbers, so we've got a lot of even numbers going on this year. That's a, a, a cool thing. Uh, it's a leap year this year, so we get one extra day. I hope you enjoy that one. Uh, it's also an election year, so uh, election years happen on leap years. Uh, we'll be getting the Summer Olympics this year and a European Championship uh, for uh, European football. So, yeah, lots of things going down this year. So we thought we'd just have a, a New Year's special. It is January the 1st as we're recording this. Uh, this show will come out January 2nd. Uh, so we're just going to kind of get into things and see where it goes. We really haven't done a lot of planning on this. Uh, so it might be a surprise uh, cool show. It might be a surprise what happened to this show. But uh, one thing that I hope that it is not is um, bilious. Uh, bilious is our word of the week. And, and bilious is uh, something that's really bad-tempered. Or it could also be um, associated with nausea or vomiting. Um, Yeah, like uh, like like bile coming from uh, from your uh, your 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 tum tum. Uh, So uh, anyhow, bilious is our word of the week. If you can use that this week, give yourself ten bonus points and try not to be bilious in your conversations and interactions with folks. I hope that your New Year was good and was safe and uh, uneventful. We uh, we had a, a vaguely uneventful New Year. Spent it uh, with some friends, but we're home for the uh, the turn of midnight. Grammy Bev, you were probably asleep, <laughs> weren't you? You know, I looked at the clock and it was twelve o'clock, and I was getting ready to close my eyes. So okay, I got so, to see it come in, but barely. So you may not have guessed, but Bev is my guest this week again. Hi, <laughs> so yeah, it's welcome, me. Welcome back. Um, the uh, the year has a lot of things for us in store, I'm hoping. And uh, we'll just see what they are. One of the things that it has in store is the fact that we are here. And if you want to get a hold of us, uh, you can do what uh, my friend Roger did. Uh, uh, last week, Roger sent me a text. Hey, let's uh, let's schedule time for me to be on the show. And he texted me at 760-608-1942 because that's right. That's my phone number, and that's how those things work. Uh, so if you want to text me about an idea for the show, maybe a person who could be on the show, maybe you've got a word of the week that you like us to use or a song of the week that you want us to use or you just want to tell me how it's going in your life or give me some feedback on the show, you can text me or call me at 760-608-1942. If you prefer email, it's bowtieguy at Podcast. That will work just fine as well. Uh, we would love to have you guys partner with us on the show by by giving ideas for shows. I sit here and I think, okay, what are we going to talk about? I'm, I'm looking at some of the ideas that I have for future shows, and I've got a few. But the best thing for the show is a story about someone's life. You know, the, the whole original concept was turning messes into messages and taking somebody's mess and, and showing how it could become a message. And we know that a mess plus age becomes a message. So we need to have your stories. uh, So please contact us that way. You can also let people know about the show. Just send them a text or a a link to the show and invite them to listen in and, you know, participate. If you want to check out our our weekly blog, it's called Minister of Mocha. 
It's at ministerofmocha.com, so you can check that out and comment on the comment sections on that. I always enjoy when people get involved commenting on the blogs. Um, you could also become one of our financial supporters, join the Nehemiah Project, and um, you can do that. It's it's a simple text. You just text the word MUM, M-U-M, that's Messed Up Ministries. Text the word MUM to 760-WALLS-CA, that's 925-5722, and that will get you to our text to give um, portal and get you all hooked up. If you are a financial donor, I'm going to be working on uh, giving statements for 2023 to send them out to you. Why would I do that, you ask? I just gave you time to ask that. Uh, <laughs> the reason for that is because we are a, uh, a nonprofit organization, so anything that you give to us is counted by the U.S. government as a tax deduction. So you can get a little bit of relief on your taxes by giving a little bit of money to us. Speaking of that, well, not speaking of that, but speaking of how I just waited for people to do that, I, I heard a little joke, and I'm going to go ahead and tell it right now. I hope you enjoy this. You can tell this to your friends and family. Claim it as yours if they like it. If they don't like it, say, oh, well, I heard that on the Mess It Up podcast, so you know that, you know that guy. Uh, so uh, a bear walks into uh, a McDonald's and the guy behind the counter says, hey, bear, what, what can I get for you? And the bear says, I'd like to have a, a Big Mac. And some French fries. And the guy behind the counter says, oh, why the big paws? And the bear says, I don't know. I was born with them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. That's so, very good. So there you go. That's my bear joke. <laughs> I like and uh, I hope you enjoy that. So listen, Bev, it is a new year. And I, I've always said this. I, I blogged about this on uh, Minister Mocha today. Uh, you can check it out, ministermocha.com. But the fact that we have a tendency of looking at a new year as a pushing the restart button or reset button and, and starting fresh, you know, a lot of New Year's resolutions, not a new plans, not a lot of new, you know, ideas going forth. I'm going to make some changes in my life. This year will be different. Oh, I'm so, the pastor yesterday in church uh, said, well, it's the last day of 2023. And a lot of people cheered as if the changing of the calendar is going to make anything that happened different hmm. or that it, it matters, you know, to life and the world that we've changed our calendar. So we know that that's, uh, philosophically, that's a fun idea, but but realistically, it's it's just it's another day. But in looking at a new year with um, new hopes for New Year's, what kind of what kind of things are you looking forward to in this year? Do, do you do you see yourself? Are you the kind of person that that takes on new challenges for a year or a new um, a new mantra for the year or a thought or anything like that? Is that something that you do? Not too much, a little tiny bit. Um, it seems like, and this is so silly, but I was looking at my phone the other day. That doesn't seem silly. I, started, I do that all the time. I started an app for losing weight on New Year's Eve several oh, wow. years ago. Oh, wow. And Heather had given me a Fitbit one of those little fitness. Oh, I remember. And it started logging my food and my steps. And um, so by the time December rolls around and Christmas, I always start eating a lot of sweet things that I don't have throughout the year. I just 
kind of indulge. So mentally, in the back of my mind, something tells me, I'm not really feeling so great. I start getting sluggish and lazy and um, don't feel comfortable in my clothes. So I do sort of go back and say, okay, it's time to get serious about that. Mm. So I have been exercising for the last week. How long I'll keep on doing that, I don't know. But at least for now, I'm doing it. And it's making me feel better. I, I had forgotten about the Fitbit um, that you got. And I remember you started using that app. Can you, while while I'm rambling here, can you look up and, and give us a day count on how many days? I this can. Folks, this is dedication. She has been tracking her daily caloric intake. Uh, you know, she'll put in all the food she eats and it kicks out the calories for her for this is consecutive days here 2765 days wow 2765 days that's 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 more than a day that's that's yeah. a long that's a lot of years right there that's that's it dedication and that's something me. that we need in recovery we need that kind of dedication we need that kind of consistency uh i went golfing with my friend donnie the other day and uh, he hit a ball, and the the course where we go golfing is very lightly populated. So it's one of those kind of courses where if you decide you want to hit a mulligan, there's not a guy behind you waiting <laughs> to for you to do this and thinking, come on, guy, let's move it. Um, so Donnie hit the ball. He, he wasn't happy with the ball. Hit another one. Wasn't happy. Hit a third one. They went to the same place. I mean, like <laughs> within within feet of each other. Oh it was. And I said, well, here's the thing, Don. They say the number one thing you want to be in golf is consistent. So at least you were consistent. And in recovery, we want to be consistent yes. as well. And, and and in this, it looks like you are the right kind of consistent. You are sticking with it. Have you noticed that that helps by being consistent? I am definitely that. That, that describes me a lot. Um, I think I could probably be seen a little bit as being um, obsessive compulsive um and see uh follow through is huge for me if i'm gonna start something i'm gonna finish it Mm. and it motivates me it is what motivates me especially when i have something that is far in the future that i know i have to get on i'll start on it right away yeah Um, i i did that same app shortly after bev started Uh, she got her fitbit at christmas time and it might have been that same year that you gave me an Apple Watch. It might have been the year after that. But anyhow, at some point at Father's Day, uh, Bev gave me an Apple Watch and I decided, okay, I'll start doing this. Uh, And the the app, by the way, is Lose It. Um, And so I decided I would start doing it. And I did it for quite a while, Uh, over a year. I did it every every day. And um, I lost quite a bit of weight. I was in pretty decent shape and uh, I felt good about myself. I had arrived. I had finished my 12 steps and I didn't need it anymore. So I stopped using it and guess what? I got fatter. (laughs) Uh, This fall, uh, Dan, who's been on the show, um, we decided we would lose weight together and and have a little weight challenge from about Halloween until uh, New Year's. And so I stepped on the scale this morning, New Year's Day. And my weight loss was negative 3.6 pounds. I am 3.6 pounds heavier than I was when we started. So at least it's not like 30, 
but still it was the wrong direction. And the biggest reason is because I stopped keeping track of it. I stopped being consistent. I just, I said those words that are so common to me and so dangerous to me. I got this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And anytime I got this, we know, I mean, that's, that's, that's an inside joke with Bev and I, um, I don't have this. Mm -hmm. I, I, I will, I will goof it up. So I plan on getting myself back in line and trying to stay consistent with keeping track of it because I need the guardrails. I, I just do. It's not that I can't do it without it, but history tells me that I don't do it without it. And that's why I keep coming back to celebrate recovery yes. week after week after week. That's why I keep doing step studies year after year after year. That's why I have to work my steps over and over. And that's why I need to use this app because I need the guardrails. I, I don't do well by myself. My pattern shows I take advantage. You know, uh, I consider myself to be a rather disciplined person. I, I do. Um, most everything I do is because I've, I've intentionally made that decision and then stuck with it. Um, but a disciplined person, it can work for you or it can work against you. Right. And um, for me, uh, being disciplined gives me a, it is my guardrail. It uh -huh. is, it keeps me from you know, getting out there, um, beyond. And I do that with my, with my eating. Um, I also do that with my 12 steps. Yeah. Um, I do that with my daily devotions. Now, do I always wake up every morning saying, Ooh, I really want to do this. No, I don't. But because it's now become a habit, it's moved from just being something random to like something that my body knows that I do. My brain just knows this is what you do while you're eating breakfast. Uh, it keeps me in the right place. Yeah. You know, but you can get really obsessive about that. Well, it, yes, that's what I was going to say. It can be the, the line between consistent and obsessive can be difficult. And it, it's, it, it doesn't necessarily have to do with just, well, is this a good thing or a bad thing? Because you know, we've probably heard the, the phrase, you know, all things in moderation. Yeah. And so trying to keep a handle on on what is uh, a healthy balance is not always the most easy um, thing to do, but it is it is what it is. And, uh, and we'll talk about that more after the break. But I'm going to take a little break here. We're going to have a song that was sent in by a listener a while back. This song is by Corey Asbury uh, from his Pioneer album. It's called Kind. So we're going to give you about 90 seconds of it. We'll be back on the other side to talk about that, to talk about how we keep track of consistent and obsessive and looking into this new year of 2024. So here's about 90 seconds of Corey Asbury with the song Kind. Who he does and doesn't heal. I've tried to run from Jesus. I've started holy wars. I've tried the patient waiting and the kicking down the doors. I've cursed his name in anger with my fist raised to the sky. And in return, all he's ever been is kind. 
share of bridges I learned to tuck my tail and run I watched the wreckage in the rear view From all the crooked things I've done And I know that he forgives me But it's hard to forgive myself I can't help but think amazing grace Is for everybody else I tried to run from Jesus I started holy wars I tried the patient way Okay, Bev, you know how this works. You're the guest, so you get first crack at this one. What What's standing out on this song to you? I just want to say that I think that it is a perfect song for January 1st, mm. uh, the new year, and definitely relevant to me and my life. Um, on January 1st, I often do reflect back on the year, you know, and thinking about, okay, this is the year my dad died the past year, and... Um, this is the year that um, our prison closed, and um, on and on and on, and just look back. And right off the bat, the first part of the song says, sometimes marriages don't work, and sometimes babies die, sometimes rehab turns to relapse, and you're left just asking why. And for all the prayers I've prayed, I still wonder if he's real, and if he is, how is it he choose, he, how is he choosing who he does and doesn't heal. And um, the questions rattle around in my head often. I look at, I remember when I was in the classroom and I would see kids come to school who were dirty and um, didn't have anything nice to wear. They were hungry. Um, they were so hungry that when you know they pro- provided free lunch for them. They just couldn't wait to make a beeline to the cafeteria so they could have something to eat. And they would fall asleep in class, and I would find out that they were getting themselves up in the morning to get ready to go to school. And it was like the parent was just absent. Um, I do think about friends who um, have lost children and relatives that have lost children, and many of our relatives that have made poor choices and it's led to something that breaks my heart. And then I, I, as I get to that, I can go down that rabbit trail and it can get me lower and lower and lower. And then yesterday I'm reading in my Bible and I come across the scripture that says, many are the plans in a man's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. This is from Proverbs 19, um, 21. And then it goes on. On 23, the fear of the Lord leads to life. Then one rests content, untouched by trouble. Um, I can't always see what making God number one changes in life. I don't understand the way way God works. I don't understand his criteria. I sometimes don't understand his miracles how he chooses, just like the song said, who gets what in God's economy. And yet, it all boils down to one thing. The quicker 
I get in alignment with the fact that, first of all, God gets to choose. Mm -hmm. I don't get to like many other plans in a man's heart, um, but God's purpose, that's what prevails. Also, um, I am the clay and he's the potter and he gets to do whatever he wants with me. Um, and that question right there, I, I think that is the, um, oh, that's the launching pad for joy for me. It's which way am I going to choose? Right. Am I going to resent that God is my master and he gets to call all the shots and I don't get to call any of them? Or am I, am I going to be choosing that God is my master and I'm going to keep, like he says in the song, you know, bringing up wars with God, trying to find fault and criticize and and hurt myself and hurt God's heart at the same time. Um, because I realize that the only way I can have joy is when I choose that first. Right. You know, to make God number one. And um, it's a good good time to think about that any time, but it's definitely a time, a, a brand new year, because it's never too late. That's the thing. And uh, I've heard the men in the prison say that, that even for all the things they've done wrong, to come to the realization that it's never too late allows you the beautiful thought of being able to forgive yourself and accept God's forgiveness. So anyway, I think this song is beautiful. Yeah. I love it. And that, that he's patient with me. Yeah. And, and, you know, being the recovery guy, of course, the second line in the song, sometimes relab ter- rehab turns to relapse. Uh, that one, you know, jumped out at me, but um, it's, it's one of those songs that I, you know, could be written about me. I, I was going to say I could have written, but I'm not a songwriter. Uh, but I've burned my fair share of bridges, learned to tuck my tail and run, and watch the wreckage in the rearview mirror for all the crooked things I've done. And, you know, all he's ever been is kind. That's that's what I get repaid with is, is kindness. And um, that's what we have to count on that's what we have to look forward to that's what we have to rely on is that kindness even though we're gonna just keep on goofing up i'm gonna keep on goofing up it's not a not a free license to goof up but man it's sure nice to know that there is a safety net there and that we'll be okay when we do i think it even he's got us i'm sorry i didn't let you finish your thought i think it even goes beyond that not only is it accepting that God is always kind to us when we goof up, but God is always kind to us when others goof up and it costs us. Mm. Um, We may have no part in it whatsoever, and there's no explanation for the sin that happens in the world and the free will that interrupts our lives. Um, But there is somebody who does understand, and there is somebody that we can give that back to so that we don't have to walk around resentful and anger and angry and bitter trying to pay those people back yeah it's it's easy to see how everybody with their free will we're going to interact uh, this morning i walked into the kitchen and i wasn't paying attention and bev had been making uh waffles or something for breakfast but there was a cabinet that was open and i wasn't paying attention and i walked right into the cabinet door 
Now, it didn't hurt. It's light. It bounced. But it's like, you know, I'm responsible for myself. And, and you know, I'm a grown-up. I should be able to walk without walking wait, into wait, things. Wait, 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 wait. Let's go back to that. I'm a grown-up. Oh, okay. I am. I'm a grown-up. We, we might have to edit that yeah. a little bit later. But, uh, but it, these things happen, you know? Sometimes you walk into an open door that someone left open, yeah. not trying to set a trap for you. It just happened. I can get mad about it or not. Yeah. You know, we were we were out to uh, eat yesterday with a person, and they were mad about something again, and, and they were complaining about something that happened in the seventies. That really wasn't a big deal. They they pointed out this slight that they got, and and we pointed out how they gave the exact same slight to the person that they felt had slighted them. But I was like, it's it was in the seventies. We're talking about forty to fifty years ago, and you're still carrying around this grudge. Why? That's exhausting. Yeah. It's exhausting. It weighs your heart down. Yeah, it tears your heart down. It just, it erodes everything and it just puts up walls. Yeah. And uh, it's just not, not a good way for me. It's not the way I want to go. So anyhow, thanks, Corey Asbury, for uh, for that song, Kind. Uh, another good one. Uh, so we were talking before the break, Bev, about a separation between doing things in a consistent way or doing things in a disciplined way i think we said well no no we were, we were talking uh but uh, an obsessive way oh yes yes yeah and <clears throat> and it can be you know it's it's easy to make an argument for eating healthy and say you know by definition you're eating in a way that's healthy and that's good And if you don't think that it's smart to eat healthy, if you don't think that's a good thing, I would just suggest that you reevaluate because I just, I don't know what to say to you at that point. But given that we're saying this is a good thing, there are ways for that to become, excuse me, <coughs> there are ways for that to become obsessive mm-hmm. and people get, this compulsion to do things. I think of like Howard Hughes and all right, being healthy and not exposing yourself to all these, you know, sicknesses or whatever, but then you become so obsessive about mm-hmm. it that you're walking around with your feet in Kleenex boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's difficult. And I think it's extremely difficult to notice in ourselves because we're doing this thing and, and other people might look at it and say, well, that's a bit much. Um, I can be that way with things that I love. I have a very obsessive personality and, and I can latch on to something. I'm, I'm right now grabbing my, my cup for my, my English soccer team. Then there's a, a, a decoration on my front lawn for it. People might say, it's a bit much. You know, I, I get up early to watch um, games, you know, on, on a Saturday morning. It's not, I, I wouldn't give a lot of thought to the fact, oh, the game is on at 4 a.m. That means I've got to be up at, you know, 3.45, 3.50, so I can get myself waked up and, and heat up the water for tea in time for the game. I don't think twice about doing that. To me, that, that just, well, it's keeping me off the streets. It's a good thing. I think we'll say, that's kind of obsessive. You're kind of going a bit far with that. 
Are, do you see areas in your life where that, or in other people's lives, I mean, would, do you tend to agree with that? I do agree with that. And let me tell you where I think the rubber meets the road for me. I can, I can identify with everything you're saying. And I believe that for me, the difference is made when I just start out on a journey and I don't really know where I'm going. And it's just the obsession of keeping doing that that hurts me. It's because I don't set a goal. Mm. I don't set a goal. I don't know where the end point is. So that means I never get there. Right. And I, I've created that many times in my life. My decision making can be like that. I think in, in some crazy way, I feel like I'm going to, I'm afraid to fail. I'm not always motivated to win. Mm-hmm. I'm motivated to keep from losing. And um, so, for instance, when I started this this um, eating healthy kind of thing, yes, I was trying to lose weight, but I didn't really know what the goal was, where I wanted to be. And they asked me to set a goal. And it was like, Ugh. Right. and now I found through all these years, now I just want to keep lowering it. Because I get to that, and then it's like, wait a minute, I was supposed to reach this goal and then stay there. Yeah. But it, I, I can't. I just want to keep going. Oh, I wonder if I could lose a couple more pounds. What if I, which is sick. It's just sick. And I do that for most everything in my life. I, I just, I, I don't set a goal. I don't know what my goal is, so I don't know I when I've accomplished really it. I think that's really smart. Yeah, setting goals. And we, we talk about that in the prison. Yeah. You know, setting goals that are, you know, time based so that you know you have an end time on it and and they're attainable and um you know measurable and they are wise they they you know they make sense and it's so easy to teach something and not do it myself for me it's so easy for me to i was i took my grandsons out golfing and i was teaching my grandsons how to golf and what to do and then not doing it (laughs) you know i can teach you how to hit a tennis ball and serve a tennis ball well. I can make you a better tennis player. I have a hard time making myself a better tennis player. I'm better at teaching it than I am at doing it. It's it's very frustrating, uh, but it's something that I definitely relate to that in my life that I've, I've seen that as a pattern. Right. Do you remember when we were building the pergola in the backyard? Yes. And one of the things that we did is when we were doing the 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 roof part uh-huh. well you know they're they're one by one slats is it, are they one by ones well they're, they're, anyway they're wooden. Yeah. it doesn't matter yeah. running parallel to one another and i was having trouble with the math because i was forgetting you were asking me how far apart do they need to be and i was trying to do it in a backwards way and you were reminding me that somewhere in there there was a formula you know you take this you divide it in two, and then you subtract the amount of, you know, the what, how wide the wood plat, um, slats are, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So anyway, that was easy. You take the goal, you divide it by this or whatever, and you come up with a formula to how to do it. With me, I'm not always intentional. I don't set a goal. So I'm really random about that. I just get to be a dog on a bone. And when I don't reach whatever is that goal, it's I don't have a goal. But when you don't make it or you make a mistake, I don't see it as a measurable 
like I'm going in the right direction. Instead, I feel like I'm going backwards now. I yeah. feel like I've turned around and made a U-turning. I'm not making any sense, but uh, did you have me, a goal when you started? It's saying really this hard. Yeah, it's really really difficult for me that I can s- celebrate the growth in that because it feels like when I make that mistake or I feel like I've made a bad choice that day. I feel like it's all gone out the window and I have to start completely over again. And that's hard on me. Well, and, It's dumb. You know, goals can change and we can do stuff. But I think about like children and we have the goal, I want a healthy child. Well, then you get your child and then instead of just making sure your child yeah. is healthy, now you want it to be the smartest, the fastest, yeah. the best. And these things that we, we change midstream because it's like, well, okay, that wasn't enough. And, and it's good to keep setting new goals. I'm, I'm not advocating against that but i'm saying we need to make sure that we're trying to meet the goals that we're trying to meet and and do whatever the purpose and that's why i love rick warren's purpose-driven yes. philosophy is like well that's that's great to do this but does it serve the purpose of what we are trying to do and i try to apply that in messed up ministries is like is this something that is mm-hmm. meaningful to our mission and are we keeping our mission in front of us so that we're mission-minded and doing the thing that we're supposed to be doing, not just the next cool thing that is there? Because things can be good, but they might not be our good thing to do. If I live in Australia, going to the beach for a picnic for Christmas, that is a great idea. If I live in Minnesota, going to the beach <laughs> for Christmas for a picnic is not a great idea. Right. And so we've got to keep in mind, where are we? What are we doing? And, and not just, is this a good idea? But is this a good idea for me, where I am and what I'm doing? So I, I think maybe one thing I need to keep in mind is that a goal is not a competition. Yeah. It, it's moving forward toward the goal, no matter what, whether you go backwards or whether you go forward. And it's hard for me to get it out of my mind that it's a competition with myself. Yeah. So, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we. I think it's definitely a good idea to make goals and and keep going toward that goal. Yeah, I think so. And I'm going to give you listeners some goals right now as we wrap this up. All right, here's the goals that I want you to achieve, and we'll see who who's paying attention, who's listening, who's doing it, and who who you know who's goal oriented, goal minded. I want you to go to Instagram. And I want you to follow the Mess It Up podcast on Instagram. And then I want you to post on Instagram and tag Messed Up or Mess It Up podcast on Instagram. I want Starbucks. Somebody that reaches this goal will get Starbucks. Now you might say, I'm boycotting Starbucks because I don't like their stance on whatever. And they have a lot of stances that a lot of people don't like on both sides of the aisle. It's so much fun to watch people, you know. (laughs) If you don't like Starbucks, you get the free Starbucks and then you can give it to someone else. Right. I don't care. But I'm giving someone some free Starbucks. So just post on there, Messed Up Ministries, I want free Starbucks. Someone's getting Starbucks. I'm going to be looking for those posts. Um, and you got to tag Mess It Up Podcast in there. Put, you know, at Mess It Up Podcast uh, in your, your, your post so that I can see that it happens. <clears throat> and someone's going to get some Starbucks. Um, also, tell someone you love them. Mm-hmm. It's easy. Bev, I love you. 
I love you too. Man, mission accomplished. Uh, Folks, it is our pleasure to be here with you. We love doing this. I'm so thrilled that you're here. If you've got ideas for the show, my phone number, 760-608-1942. My email, bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com. It's just that easy. Get a hold of me. Put you on the show. Come on, folks. We're not we're not doing rocket science here. Uh, it's just a podcast. So uh, get a hold of me. Do that. Make sure you hit your goals. Someone's getting free Starbucks. All you got to do is just one post. You get free Starbucks. And we're going to be back uh, hopefully uh, real soon. My friend Roger uh, is going to be coming on. He's from the national team from Celebrate Recovery. Um, we're looking at, I'm, I'm hoping, if everything goes well, he'll be on in the next two weeks. And looking for other guests as well. So it's just a great thing. Welcome to 2024. And we will see you next time we mess it up. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess it up.